Marxism is awkward. Is a, is a hot take. <laughs> cringe. Yeah. Marxism is cringe. <laughs> Uh, recently, Peterson had a new podcast with Joe Rogan, uh, and in this podcast, Rogan and Peterson cover a lot of territory. They cover uh, Peterson's sort of issue that he's having with um, the Canadian Psychological mm-hmm. Association, yep. um, and you know his his thoughts on uh, some social movements that are happening and and all all the like. But one of the things that he did during the podcast was he unveiled something that he'd been working on that he said he was going to re- you know, reveal to mm-hmm. Rogan. And it's essentially his new forum or a counter to the World Economic Forum. Yeah. That's what it seems mm-hmm. like. Uh, his own ring of power. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he's going to draw together a bunch of, of like-minded individuals, he said, to offer, it sounds like, a more positive vision the mm-hmm. future um and it certainly sounds very attractive yeah, you know, yeah his, sure. his whole driving point is that there is enough to go around mm-hmm. let's alleviate as much poverty yep. as possible as fast as possible let's get everyone enough energy and let's give everyone enough to eat yep that sounds like a great vision mm-hmm. um and it i have to admit it does sound a little different than what we hear coming out of the world economic forum yeah. which is like uh, you will not have gas stoves mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. You will not have enough energy. You will be eating crickets. Yeah. All this, uh, you know. Definitely based on fear. You know, like that's the, like, yeah. their yeah. base where they start from is like, the world is doomed. Now what? It's like, right. And mm-hmm. there's probably a little bit of fiction coming out of, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, who who can tell these days yeah. what what's, uh you know, the stories that are coming out of the World Economic Forum, are they right. myth or yeah. know, is it true? But, Certainly, I think the general feeling, though, is that it's it doesn't have a very positive view of the future. Mm-hmm. Or in order to get to that future, it's going to be very ugly. Mm. And so Peterson's idea is that let's have a, a, a better vision. But he, it's, it's interesting because he says that there needs to be some sort of driving narrative behind this. Right. And that everyone is realizing that we have to get on board with a common shared vision yeah he keeps using the word story when he was talking yes. to rogan mm-hmm. like we need a story like are you gonna make that up right what well, is the story you know he's a he's a good union mm-hmm. right and as a good union he knows that myths are not rational constructions mm-hmm. if they if they, if you want them to have power right so where's he gonna get this right where's he gonna get this story because the the story thus far is there's enough to go around mm-hmm. which is a good story yep but i wouldn't call that a driving narrative right yeah yeah i don't know if you can get a whole country behind like there will be enough wheat let's go <laughs> you know yeah like, there needs to be a like a, a religiosity yeah right yeah. but which he knows right 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 so he, i mean he kept that maybe purposely vague Right. Maybe he's still working on it himself. I mean, I'm not willing to, right. you know, Maybe to he's attack like, him just yet about it. He could it have been something. walking on eggshells with Rogan, who was like kind of, you know, sure. doesn't want to hear the word religion, generally speaking. So it might be just that conversation. I don't, I don't actually know how far Peterson has thought about this in terms of like, are we going to be claiming a certain religious worldview or what? 
Yeah. Hmm. It, it seems like the the overall feeling, though, I would say across the political spectrum, wherever, you know, even on the World Economic uh, Forum side of things, or, um, they themselves seem to feel that there, there's this need for everyone to get on board. Right. And I cer- yeah. We certainly felt this during COVID. Mm-hmm. Like everyone needs to get on board with something. But we don't agree about that something. Right. So... Yeah, do we go like, to the past? Do we, yeah, do right, we right. dig up some old mm-hmm. stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, taking but into context books. like everything else that Peterson has said before this interview, um, you can kind of fill in the blanks with Christianity mm-hmm. to an extent, right? Um, where you're th- like, he's like, we need a story. Does he just assume that his listeners are expecting us to say, oh, yeah, Christianity? Right. Um, it seems like, you know, every time he's talking about a story to get behind in his previous lectures, um, Christianity always comes up as that one thing that helps humans flourish the most. Um, and so, you know, my question is, is like, you know, it, when he starts this um, uh, opposing idea to the uh, World Economic Forum, mm-hmm. is he just expecting everyone to be on board with the Christian narrative? <laughs> um you know, it seems like um, what he wants to do is, you know, of course, it's utilitarian in the sense of feeding and, and and everything like that. But it's also a preservation of, like, Western ideals as well. Um, but that, you know, is intrinsically born out of a Christian narrative. So that that thing that we're all on board with, is it just for the sake of utility? Or is that, like, is that something that's metaphysically true? And then we move forward from there, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's like, which one comes first? Right. And I'm inclined to say that the one that comes first is that, like, first you believe, first you establish that relationship. And then the, utili- the utility out of that is secondary. But if you're entering into a narrative, or in this case, especially if you're becoming a Christian, uh, it cannot be for the purpose of utility. Um, Especially mm. if we, you know, understand Christianity as a relationship with a person. Any relationship that you engage with for a sense of utility can only go so far. You can have friendships right. of utility, mm-hmm. but that's never going to be a friendship of the good, <laughs> right? Right. You, to use our, uh, Aristotelian terms of, of friendship. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. There's, uh, you know, yes, he's vague. I'm wondering if he's... Um, you know, has an idea of Christianity uh, lurking in the background. If so, he needs to do some serious, like, digging on his part in his own soul. Like, why why am I adhering to a Christian yeah. um, ideology? I, I think his vagueness is warranted on the one hand because I think he does believe in this idea of subsidiarity. I think he even mentioned that in the, in the interview. Yeah, I was going to say, he actually mentions that a lot. Yeah, so it's like, if you're going to have the strongest... Um, like expression of religious values and of telos and all of that, it's going to be in the family and then in the broader community, the church, Government, et cetera, et cetera, right? And, yeah. it, and it seems to get thinner as you go up because you want less control, right? So he's like trying to avoid this top-down, just kind of tyrannical... Totalitarian that's, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, especially when you're talking about like multi-nation, like now it's even bigger. So in a sense, there does need to be a lightness at which you kind of navigate this, mm-hmm. but I don't know if 
lightness in like idea or vision is needed. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, it begs the question, like how much of local government and government in general uh, is a result of a religious view? You know, it's like the, our idea yeah. of justice, like even that bleeds into our Christian values. And so you can't necessarily just have it be kind of vague and just kind of police us. It's like, well, what is justice? And what is the law? And why are people held uh, innocent until proven guilty? Like mm-hmm. all that kind of stems from a vision that is articulated from the top, mm-hmm. but it's not enforced as strongly as it is on the on the lower level spheres. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. Yeah, it's like on the one hand, it's vague. That lightness is is a good approach, but then also like, does that obscure the vision? Yeah. I mean, you know, America was founded with this, um, idea of, um, like a foundation that's, um, it seems vague enough when you talk about, you know, one nation under God, right? Uh, like, uh, we are under something. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it allows you a certain freedom to, um, express those, that, that's something, you know? Um, but there is, you know, insofar as the American project goes, I think that there's some metaphysical foundation on which we have to agree. Yeah. Um, All men are created equal. Yes. Yeah, and right. that stems from mm-hmm. this idea of God. Yep. You know, maybe lowercase g. Um, I don't know. You can. That's, mm-hmm. a, yeah. a, that's a point that you can argue. But, um, but I wonder how 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 far does that go? Um, right. And Peterson, really. Um, wanting to do something that's a little bit more global than just one mm-hmm. nation and then talking about that we need a story right that's um i don't know i just i, I don't know maybe i'm coming at this more from a, a faith-based experience uh more of a, a christian myself um the way i understand christianity but when you start talking about like just this utilitarian purpose i just feel like that's off on the wrong you're starting yeah. off on the wrong foot a little the, bit the thing that brings me like to the most curiosity is the fact that he is a huge proponent of like everything that happened between world war one and two. Like he's like, he knows full well of what happened then and he's how not, not a proponent. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he identifies it as existing and extremely yeah. dangerous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's like right. the most outspoken of like a warning against it. Right. Thank you for the correction. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. no. So to see him then trying to potentially, counteract that counteract that yeah. with something obviously he's not thinking like well we need a secularized religion it's like you you know you told me where that led you yeah. know what I'm that's mm-hmm. what you've been screaming from the rooftop so right. it obviously has to be different and i think he knows that yeah. so i'm curious about how that's just going to be navigated yeah right um right because i mean you know the horrors that were born out of um you know the, the world wars in the 20th century was um i guess you can yeah, crudely characterize it as just um uh, an atheistic worldview. Yeah. This is what happens when you get rid of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the government stands in place of God. Right. Um, and, and so that's, you know, that's another thing that um, I think is worth mentioning that uh, you can't get, you can't um, get rid of um, quote unquote God. Um, right. Totally. Mm-hmm. Something will take its place. Right. Um, and Religious so whether, the, yeah, whether that's right. a, um, uh, a dictator mm-hmm. or the state, um, yep. you know, something fills that void. And yeah. if it's less than God, then it's going to go wrong. <laughs> right. So um, it's like it's like the World Economic Forum, um, Marx, Nietzsche, they all knew we need a story. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They understood that. Right. Um, and like Nazism, there's like, we have a story. It's yeah. like, okay, but that was a bad story. Right. So 
is the counteract to that a better secular story? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't think it's actually secular. Um, yeah, it seems like you, you have to, we're getting to the point where we have to pick one. Yeah. It's either secular or uh, religious in, in a broad sense yeah. of religious. Because, uh, you know, as, as you were saying, Father, it, either your goals become, you know, like a, a heavenly paradise or an earthly paradise. Right, yeah. It, it doesn't seem like there's much in between. Like you're going to pick one. Mm-hmm. Your religious function or impulse or instinct will take, take over and they, you will propose some sort of ultimate uniting vision. Yeah. But whether right. or not it's secular or religious is, right. I feel like, the question. And then, the and then the the hope that like we have enough to eat, and you know everyone's gonna have energy. It's like when that when that's not there yet, because utopia is never possible. Is the vision failing? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because like a, a religious idea, uh, a religious idea is more like we hope to heaven ultimately. So it's like our mm-hmm. suffering now, you know, like that fits into the narrative well that we strive. Yeah, there might be suffering along the way, but if you're if you're making this like there's going to be enough for everybody and we're going to chill yeah, and it's not happening. It's like, what now? What? Right. Yeah. I don't don't know. Um, I know that like we live in a, um, a a post-Christian. Well, ever ever since um, the coming of um, uh, Christ, ever since the incarnation, um, the world of paganism has been fading away. Because Christ has revealed that it's either him or nothing, really, <laughs> in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and this is why, like, before Christ, you know, you, you had these ideas of, um, like, these Greek ideas of um, a, a, a solid city that's built on virtue. Um, you know, Socrates would, um, or, or Plato would argue against this idea of, um, you know, worshiping the gods for, I don't know, the, like, you know, the reasons that are not really philosophically thought mm-hmm. out. Um, but he's still, you know, he, he, some, some would claim he's an atheist, others would claim not. I don't know, there's a lot of debate around there. But mm-hmm. the idea is that, um, you know, through their reasoning, their reason they were trying to come at this idea of like what makes a good city. Uh, right. But then when Christ came, you know, as, um, Gaudium et Spes says, he revealed man to man. And mm-hmm. there's a way in which the world has progressed since, uh, the incarnation that understands human nature differently. Mm. Um, and this is why, you know, this is partly why I think, um, like, the worship of pagan idols have just fallen to the wayside. Because um, there's this, like, new light that we cannot unsee. That Christ has revealed something about our nature and about mm. worship and about sacrifice and, and who we are. Right. Um, and so now, you know, 2,000 years after that, uh, it seems like, like Christianity is... It's it's like either that or or or, or, or what <laughs> I, I don't know it's you know are you gonna are you gonna pick um like like you said you know, are you gonna create your own story you can't just create something that's especially if we're coming at at the idea that Christianity is true this is you know the mm. presupposition that we're yeah. making uh, and if if Christ does reveal man to man if he you know if living in him having a relationship with him is the ultimate um, uh, way that humans flourish and anything less than that will always fail. Right. Right, right. Um so it's like, you know, I it sounds very um uh, uh um 
audacious yeah, to say absolutely. this is going to fail because you're not Christian. You know, it's right. uh, people would laugh at that, but mm-hmm. you know, that's um, that's kind of what we hold in a, in a sense, um, right? So I know it, 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 this can come off as like, oh, you're just being um, like a fundamentalist, or right, you know, right. like you're just thinking like, oh, Christianity is the answer, period. But um, yeah, well, I don't know what else to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it might be. Yeah. But it might, yeah, but it might be. <laughs> yeah. So. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, Jung would say that everybody is is grasped or possessed by a superordinate idea. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't think so, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. You can, all the isms, you know, Marxism, communism, socialism, atheism are all these superordinate ideas mm-hmm. and that you can't exchange one without picking up another. So right. I think Peterson is seeing this, that people have exchanged uh, um, r- religiosity of whatever form that might take for climate activism was one that he mm-hmm. harped, harped on a bit in the, in the podcast. But that's just exchanging of superordinate ideas because life is too complex not to have some sort of structure yep. to understand these things. Right. And I think what he's what Peterson's trying to get at is again this unified vision that takes the whole of humanity, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about, you know, dif- that ideologies, as Peterson says, are kind of these half truths. So they take an aspect of humanity and elevate it to the whole. Mm-hmm. Right. So Marxism takes the economic aspect of man, which is mm-hmm. true, mm-hmm. there is that side, but makes it the driving force. That's is that the essence of humanity? Is is the right. essence of humans? Are is it? Is it economics or right. is it something else? Yeah. Peterson says it's you know voluntary mm-hmm. play. Yeah. So I think he's trying to take all these parts and, and say no no let's get a let's not elevate one piece let's mm-hmm. put all of them together. Right. As the as the driving idea to help you structure yourself. But there is the aspect of man again. I think he's being vague, and that's fine for now. I, yeah. like I'm not really trying to get yeah, on yeah. that. But there is the aspect of man that is religious that has yeah, to be considered right. in, in mm-hmm. this whole. Right. Um, I think he. I think he'd be fine with that, and I think the vision he's trying to create would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. But he, it's just some, not something that he really yep. mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It makes me wonder. Because I know, I know he's like bringing in a lot of like major thinkers who are well versed in things like history and like the risk of repeating history. I'm I'm sure is well on his mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also just becoming another world economic form and just grabbing power. I'm sure is like just something you have to walk on thin ice over. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's not thought about these things before. Yeah. They just right. haven't been. So yeah, the other um. The, the the other philosophical complication is that um, there is a difference between um, living ethically and living morally. Um, mm. Living ethic uh, living living ethically simply means that you're living by a code um, that you adhere to a specific code, and you don't really deviate from that. Um, the problem with that is is that uh, there are you know a dozen and one ethical codes. You know Hitler was living by a ethical code mm-hmm. you know he was um like i guess he can be defined as like nietzschean through mm-hmm. and through in a sense <laughs> um and so he w- he was strict in living that code but you know obviously most people would um judge that as wrong morally wrong mm-hmm. but he's ethically 
in line, right? With his own right. ethics. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whereas living morally, um, you know, from a Christian perspective, living morally um, is living a, a, in accord with a foundational truth mm. um, that you're aiming towards a good. Um, morals is rooted in nature. Um, and that is to say that you're oriented towards a specific path. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way in which you act, um, you're either moving towards that good and when I'm using, you know, the word good is capital G, like philosophical good is the God, right? right, <laughs> um, right. So you're, even, you're, you're living in accord with God or you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, you know, again, if, if, if uh, Peterson's creating this, um, this counter to the world economic, economic forum and you're basing yourself on a, um, a story, is that going to just be a made-up ethic? Right. Or is it going to be based on a deeper truth mm-hmm. um if it's based on an ethic then who's to say that that one's right over another one right like so like as you were alluding to the world economic forum versus peterson's right. economic forum they have their ethics right, right. like which who what's mm-hmm. good what is good mm-hmm. um and this is where it slips very quickly into objective truth yeah um now again, like this, I guess this goes back. So someone can argue saying, "Well, whichever one is feeding the poor the best is right. is objectively mm-hmm. true." Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that's enough. Uh, again, for the yeah. reasons we outlined. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it does seem like he's appealing to some sort of essence of humanity, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some something that's objective. Yeah, um, because he kept on going back to. The spirit of play. He said, you know, Mm -hmm. some people think that life is driven by economics or by power. But he says, I think it's more voluntary play. Mm -hmm. People's voluntary, that that deep down. And another part, he says, I think people are actually capable of great generosity. Mm. So it it seems like he he is appealing to some sort of objective human nature. Yeah. Right. Or something that's that's rooted deeply as opposed to just an ethic. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It does. So, it does, who yeah. who was it that said that like the mass is like the ultimate form of play? That was um, well, that was both Joseph Pieper and Ratzinger. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, it was Pieper that said that the mass is the ultimate form of leisure, mm-hmm. and then um, Ratzinger says that um, the liturgy can be likened to play. Yeah. Um. So I also think that's. I mean, I think Peterson knows that correlation, and mm-hmm. that's what he's trying to use as his like. This is my secularized, psychologized way of saying this. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. worship is what we're all oriented towards. Right. But you can't say that to Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. So, right. but the thing is, it's like, some hmm. sometimes people need to hear that, though. It's like, because I am going to go worship on Sunday. Where should I go? Like, yeah. what should I worship? Not like, what should I voluntarily play, like, in a capitalistic society? It's like, that doesn't work for a lot of people. Yeah. Like, because yeah. at the end of the day, they need to they need to narrow it down, and they need to, like, go worship to something yeah you know so and that's not like a like a plebeian thing like it's everybody does that yeah like, i need to do that right so so yeah. the the vocabulary can get as broad and vague as peterson wants it to but then it does need to come back down to like we all need to worship yeah so all right it's a secular liturgy that's yeah and like i mean like you know um on the face of it that's not even on the face of it that's actually a scary proposition where you have something that's like liturgy right yeah sacred you worship, but it's godless. That's like, right? I mean, in a sense, it's the spirit of the Antichrist. Yeah, um, I mean, that's like Marxism. Like, yeah, it's you know. um, that. Yeah, that's. 
Now I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that Peterson's <laughs> moving towards like this anti yeah. antichrist spirit, but yeah. um, it's just you have to be very careful in, in the way that you articulate these things and really establish these things. It should be said that we're um, very pro Peterson, but yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just an abundance of caution. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I, I think as we've mentioned before, Peterson is great, but there are times where he is ultimately insufficient. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, exactly. You know, the, the other question that popped into my mind um, is like, so let's just say if, you know, you have a utilitarian foundation, um, I want you to judge your, um, your project. Are you like, what happens when you fulfill that utilitarian purpose and then you die? Right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, you know, we've talked about this in our in our Ratzinger episode mm-hmm. and, and the weight of death and how um that really um colors existence entirely. Yeah. Um the fact that you will die. Mm-hmm. Um like if you ask that question in establishing this Peterson project, what 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 what's the good there? You know, like if we're all going to die in the end, um, why is it important that I feed the poor? You know, why is right. it important that we do good mm-hmm. in society? Mm-hmm. Um I think that, um, you know, the Christian story, like one of the great hallmarks, maybe perhaps the fundamental hallmark hallmark is that there is life after death. Yeah. And that, that, that impacts the way you live now. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Well, so that's the thing, because it's, it's like the world, world economic form is really like foundationally built on this kind of fear of death, I guess. Um, Mm. Just, you know, like scarcity and, and, and what have you. So it's like, okay, like the world is heating up or cooling down, whatever they decided now. Yeah. Um, and so we have to do something about it. And mm-hmm. like, we're running out of food. So it's this constant fear. Uh, but I think Peterson rightly sees that it's like, there can be a hope that we can build on as opposed to fear. Mm-hmm. However, ultimately, the ultimate fear is death. Yeah. So like, you're right to bring that up. It's like, you know, you're never going to avoid that question. Yeah. It's like, what happens then? Because that's inevitable, always. So it's like, well, you lived a happy life and... Wasn't that meaningful? All right, peace out. Like, that's it. Yeah. You don't exist anymore. Like, that still comes for every man. Right. And, like, that's always haunting you. So if there's no answer to that, it's not quite as fulfilling. Yeah. 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 And, that, and that's what a, I think that's what a deep philosophical introspection should always lead to is that if we all die, then what what are we doing? What's the purpose? Um, mm-hmm. um, which is why, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, uh, like a, a nihilistic lifestyle just does lead to this idea that, well, it doesn't matter and we're going to die and might mm-hmm. as well just end it now, you know, in a sense. Um, that would fit into, a, right. I guess, a nihilistic lifestyle. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. This, the question of death, like, colors everything. Right. Um, and, that, and that's why a Christian, uh, a, 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 Christian um, a, a Christian foundation um, allows you to live well now because, that, because of the hope um, after, after death. Right. Um, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It, death is the final kind of annihilation of all projects. Of all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In in the end, death brings an end to whatever you were working on, right. whatever kind of hopes and aspirations. Yeah. Uh, that that you had, I guess you could translate it to a hope after a hope after death, insofar as. You know, I, I'm, 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 I have this project, and it's to alleviate as much suffering as possible. And even after I die, the project will go on. 
yes. to alleviate suffering. Mm-hmm. Right. Even right. even after you're um, like immortalized through this project. That exactly. You're behind. Exactly. Yeah. But even then, I would say that's that's the longing for immortality, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's because, a nice sentiment. But are you going to be conscious to experience that? Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Which like again, like assuming that death it death is the end for mm-hmm. someone who thinking this. Um. I I think subconsciously there, there's still that hope. Yeah. Of of immortality yep. insofar as it's like, well, I won't experience it, but others will mm-hmm. and like the legacy yeah. of, of prosperity and, we'll and such on. will go right. on. And they'll and, and like people that think like that will even use a kind of language like a part of me is still living through this right. project. Yeah. You know, and so right. even that hope of immortality for yourself individually yep. um exists. And this is why like, you know, artists will say that they're immortalized through their, their mm-hmm. works and right. as if their consciousness still exists. Right, right. And it's like, I don't know, this balance yeah. of um, plasma state yeah i don't, I, I don't know <laughs> um but yeah i think that's like that's the natural longing for um right. uh an ever uh, everlasting mm-hmm. life um but christianity gives that to us yeah the story so, has to encompass yeah, that an yeah. answer to that for sure yeah yeah peterson talked a lot about um how this this uh these eternal archetypes you know undergird all these movements mm-hmm. um he talked a little bit about the climate change and Rogan yep. chimed in about how uh, it seems like it's becoming a religion, like the, yeah. the the religion of climate change. It's kind of all or nothing. Mm-hmm. You, ha- it, you know, you have to believe this, no questioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peterson made the point that what really gives these movements their force is that they rely on archetypes, mm-hmm. have this archetypal power to yeah. them, um, which is certainly uh, obviously <laughs> very Jungian. Um, yeah. Ewing agrees that all major movements, these again superordinate ideas that possess people, all have to be ultimately founded in archetypes, mm-hmm. um, because archetypes are instinctual. So, in order to root out an archetype, you'd have to root out something like an instinct, yeah, which right. I'm not even sure how you root out instincts. Mm-hmm. So, the the climate change Peterson said is is a narrative about sort of archetypal nature versus you know feminine versus uh archetypal masculine mm-hmm. spirit for domination yep. and power and industry mm-hmm. and how industry is destroying right nature that's that's mm-hmm. the narrative mm-hmm. of climate change so we have to suppress that drive right but i, I think other than uh kind of the, the climate change talk in general i thought his his um his comments on pseudo religions relying on archetypes was very interesting because yeah. it's not just climate change you right. see it a bit in the uh kind of anti-racism movement mm-hmm. uh original sin right and right. racism or race or racism is the original sin of america yeah, yeah. right kind of you know yeah. drawing on yeah. religious language mm-hmm. in order to make their point stick yeah yeah, it's definitely something that happens subconsciously. It's not like they're there ruminating, like, how are we going to get this point about racism across? Well, it has or climate to be. change. Right, yeah, it has yeah. to be. So, like, it, it's automatic. Like, the way, the reason why they're attached to it is because it's touching on an archetype. Right. Even prior yeah. to them expressing it to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of goes back to what I said earlier about if you take God out of the picture, something else will just take its place. Right. Right. Um, and so when a nation begins to grow godless, mm-hmm. um, you know, this idea of original sin, of um, scapegoating, sacrifice, mm-hmm. um, you know, a group that's responsible um, mm-hmm. for the woes right. of the world, yeah. like, that's going to show up in very awkward ways. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. 
Marxism is awkward. Is a, is a hot take. <laughs> cringe. Yeah. Marxism is cringe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like how he kind of was talking about how what it's missing and that it's missing like the other half of the story. Yes. And that like there is a negative side to the female archetype and a positive side to the male archetype. You know, of like nature can be vicious. Mm-hmm. Um, and all yeah. encompassing and devouring. Yeah. Um, and industry can be fruitful and, you know, pros- prosperous. So mm-hmm. it's like you need both sides of the story or else you lose uh, the meaning and you fall into an ideology. Yeah. Yeah. He, he uh, Peterson said something like if you were dropped into like the Amazon or whatever, he was like, you'd be dead. Yeah. Within by the end of the night or something. Right, like right, you right. wouldn't be able to survive. Yeah. And I, I just laughed at that because there are so many people. Now they're like, I just want to live in the woods. I just yeah. want, you know, I just want yeah. to be free. Mm-hmm. No, like no taxes. It's like, yeah. all right, go. Yeah, yeah go. It was like, you <laughs> know, what world are you living in? Right. It's like, go. You can take a knife with you and a hatchet and yeah. um, survive. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> we'll see you in a few years, I guess. Like, yeah. you know, right. it's nature isn't always on your side. Yeah. yeah. Right. At all. Yeah. Um, and again, going back to death, eventually. Yeah. Your, your nature will fall apart. Yeah. On you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So yeah. it feels like your your body is working against you sometimes is the most the closest thing of nature to you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it, it, the the half story thing mm-hmm. is, is very interesting as because um, sometimes there, there's some discussion about our religions ideologies mm-hmm. or our uh, faith systems right I, ideologies and I think it's helpful to to distinguish that a faith a faith system and and or religion tries to give you a unified picture mm-hmm. of um of what, reality yeah, and, yeah. and taking in yeah. as many pieces as possible yep. mm-hmm. i think it yep. tries to give you a realistic look at human nature whereas um an ideology i think again takes a piece and exaggerates it yep that yeah, for sure everything is economics everything mm-hmm. is power yep versus you know the great uh religions mm-hmm. uh, of of history have tried to give you a, a more realistic picture. Mm-hmm. Right. Of, there's power, there's economics. Yeah, there's, exactly. Yeah. And, yep. and there, there's evil. Mm-hmm. There's also goodness. Yeah. I mean, every religion has, has this kind of balance. Right. Right. Um, that I, I, I think maybe, I don't, I don't know every religion in existence, but you know, the, the major ones I think have a ultimately a positive view that although humans are perhaps sinful, there is a hope for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't know if I, sometimes ideologies, I feel like don't have that same hope. Could yeah, be wrong. That could yeah. be too general. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause I think Marxism, Marxism does have a hope to it. Yeah. Right. But, it's, but um, you know, as Ratzinger said about Marxism, the ultimate error is anthropological. Yeah. In, right. in something like Marxism uh-huh. is it doesn't understand humans. Yep. Right. Yep. Cause uh, I had a moral philosophy teacher who once said that, the church's main claim is that it's an expert on human nature. Mm. Right. So that's why that's a good it, way to put it. it yeah, tells nice. you about what it means to be human. Yeah. Because it understands the reality of human nature right. as opposed to these other ideologies that have yeah. it skewed. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, I like that a lot. And I think ideologies would tend towards, yeah, this idea that human nature is, uh, it's almost like humans are a, um, a plague on the earth rather than something to be, redeemed or mm-hmm. um saved or salvaged you know in the worst case yeah um or that other people's intentions or their motives are in conflict with you 
Yeah. And that's like, that's the main message of humans is that right. we're in conflict and we right. have to resolve that conflict by who's stronger. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, and that's, right. yeah, I think like when you take a godless view as much as you're able to of the cosmos of reality, then human, human nature does kind of stick out like a sore thumb as something that's not letting all other aspects of nature flourish. Right. Like, and in that view of human beings as a plague, mm-hmm. um, becomes more, um, uh, I guess, uh, realistic. Yeah. Um, we can sympathize with that more. Right. Um, but when you understand humans as, as, as Christianity posits as like actually creation was made for humans. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, you know, God, like humans were made in God's image. Yeah. Um, that it becomes flipped. Um, and everything mm-hmm. is working for the good actually, instead right. of against nature. Right. right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think of that reminds me of just like some of these like vegan people who say that like animals need to be left alone and like not eaten and you know it's it's malicious and uh, awful that we would kill an animal. Mm-hmm. Like, have you seen these animals in the wild? Like, have you seen an elk get like mauled by a bear? Yeah, like <laughs> versus like yeah. killed in a in a respectable way right, and right. quick and sudden. It's like right. actually humanity is like humane. <laughs> To yeah, these right. animals versus yeah. what happens to them naturally. <laughs> right, right. See, I've seen Blue Planet with David Attenborough. <laughs> yeah, Sir right. David Attenborough. Like, I, I, I've, yeah. I've seen what happens to gazelles. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not good. Um, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So, you know, perhaps a something like a charitable interpretation of Marxism is to see that there is income inequality or something like that, or yep. that there is a power mm-hmm. struggle. Yep. So those aspects are, are true. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's, it's, it's too localized. Like you might live in an impoverished neighborhood or something like that, and that will color perhaps the way you see life. Or, you know, or yep. maybe you were born into an impoverished family or such, and you will think, well, you know, life does seem to be a lot about money. If right. I had the money, yep. I wouldn't be here and I could have a different life. Mm-hmm. But perhaps one of the functions of going to church on Sundays is to take you out of that element and mm-hmm. say, let's get a higher view. Mm. Is right. life just your local sufferings? Right. right. Or the suffering that you see before you? Right. Or is there more to it? Is mm-hmm. is is human nature just economic? Right. And a and a balance of power? Or is it about generosity? Right. And charity. Yep. And giving yourself and right. sacrifice. And then unironically, if the wealthy also went to church on Sunday, they would yeah. realize that maybe <laughs> right. life is not just about economics yes. and all of my material possessions and let me give some to my neighbor. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And right. like, it's actually both of them facing the same direction that creates point. that mm-hmm. prosperity. Right. Yeah. Excellent point. Good place to stop. Um, I have a, we have a letter from Alice von Hildebrand. She didn't write us a letter. <laughs> God rest her soul. She passed away. But um, there was a, she has a book um, and there's a collection of her letters. We're going to discuss one of them um, in our members only section um, so you guys can go to basicallyrelated.com to sign up, um, and we'll see you there.